Hi, this is Carrie Margaret with Create Love, and I just released a video on annual reviews and reflections and completion and forgiveness and self-forgiveness. And I realized I didn't really flesh out uh, how important this is, beautiful this is, what an opportunity you have uh, to do this in your committed relationship. So one thing that happens a lot in relationships is people carry um, complaints or grudges or resentments or pieces or stories about each other from, you know, moment to moment and year to year. And then they create this kind of big filter of experience uh, where you're almost expecting the other person to act in a certain way rather than being in like the curiosity and um, the experience of who they are, you start to filter, or one might start to filter a lot of these experiences according to like these little, uh, it's almost like a buildup that happens in relationship, in the space between. Uh, there is a space between people and relationships and in the space between there can be like these little buildups, these little resentments, these little grudges, and as those build up over time, uh, you get into the dangerous area of, of conceivably like falling into things like uh, the Gottmans talk about the four horsemen uh, and, you know, various different things. It's the four horsemen are essentially it's like this, these kind of, um, some of negative patterns that people can get into um, in their relationship that that kind of show that the, the relationship is going towards its demise. And the thing is, is that you can actually be in a relationship for a long period of time and have a lot of these things. And it just creates more frustration and misery instead of creating um, an upward spiral in relationships. And so the end of the year is a perfect time to reflect back on the year and to release and to let go and to forgive your partner um, and to forgive yourself. Now, uh, there are a lot of things that people can experience in long-term committed relationships, and I, I can't cover everything in this quick few minute video. Um, you know, if there is major patterns of infidelity or major patterns of addiction issues or major patterns of betrayals or major patterns of um, money issues, a lot of these, these pieces, they're actually like signs of something that are um, much bigger to be addressed between each person, right? Um, to be addressed by each person and then within the relationship. When there are major things like this going on, um, it can be an indicator that there is some level of codependency, especially if it's really one person is the person that is always in these behaviors and the other person is kind of the person that is trying to fix or save or support or, uh, you know, and there's kind of this one way 
um, directional sort of relationship and codependency sort of brings its own challenges. So there is sort of this whole segment of, of relationships and uh, where sometimes there are huge chronic issues that really need greater levels of support. Um, I am a big believer for like a first step into something for support. I'm a big believer in uh, 12 step programs because they, they like have peer support and they call in a higher power. Um, and there's a lot of structure around them and they, you know, um, things like Alcoholics Anonymous and Al-Anon, um, you know, there are many different types of 12-step programs, these 12-step programs for codependence. So that is one way to sort of step into that world without having to make big changes and getting more support and more structured support. So in those areas where there's like sort of these major areas. And if you're truthful with yourself about what's going on in your long-term relationship, because um, sometimes we pretend not to know what we know and we pretend not to see what we're seeing. And if we're truthful with ourselves with those types of things, that is really a good place to go to for support. And even with those as well, with the, with the major um, challenging um, areas, forgiveness is a huge part in moving forward and creating something new. And for a lot of other relationships that might have sort of the ins and outs of like um, miscommunications and the grittiness and all of this sort of stuff that can happen or people can get into patterns um, in, in moments of, you know, some uh, couples deal with, um, infidelity, like an infidelity and that they have to like move beyond and get support for, you know, each of them to move beyond. That's different than overall trending infidelity that, you know, like if they're, um, somebody, um, makes a mistake, that's a different issue than like sort of, uh, uh, chronic behavior pattern, right? So, you know, in that as well, it is really helpful to have support in terms of going through that. Um, and also forgiveness is huge. Um, and in a lot of the other like ins and outs, little things, misunderstandings, all these things that can happen in partnership, forgiveness is just such a, it's a beautiful opportunity to move beyond and clean the slates. Um, one of my favorite forgiveness tools is Ho'oponopono. Um, I learned and I actually use an audio um, through a particular trainer and I like just listened to a guided audio um, through Ho'oponopono and I will, you know, pretty frequently, I wouldn't say I do it every day, but pretty frequently if there's any kind of space between me and another person, um, I'll use Ho'oponopono just to clear the space. Um, in Ho'oponopono, it's a, like a, a Hawaiian tradition and there's actually quite a lot to it, but, um, you know, you're cutting these cords and sometimes in, um, in resentments or grudges or, you know, kind of gruffy, grumpy, <laughs> they're like grumpies between people. It's almost like you can like form these kind of ties where, 
you know, there is an energetic tie or, or bond between the two people. And the one beautiful thing with like Ho'oponopono is it sort of, it cuts those ties that allows us to return to our energy, allows the other person to return to theirs, and then cleans the slate for whatever is going to show up. Because sometimes people start to show up in ways because it's almost like we, ex you know, expect them to. Um, so, you know, Ho'oponopono is a wonderful tool um, in terms of forgiving and letting go and releasing. Um, there are a whole lot of spiritual practices that are really great tools for forgiveness. One of mine is prayer. Um, you know, multi-faith prayer. I don't um, follow one particular church, but when we ask for help for a higher power, let's just say, you know, someone even might even think they're higher self. Um, it's, it creates like this willingness, this willingness for help to shift in this area. And I think one of the most amazing things about prayer practice in general is, is its ability to create, you know, like willingness within us. When we have willingness, when we're willing to um, receive forgiveness, if we're willing to let go of the past, it sort of softens things within us and allows these serendipities and synchronicities. I don't know if serendipity was a word, but synchronicities to happen where uh, it might even be in the form of different messages or different things that just resonate to our mind in the right way that allow us to forgive and to move on. Um, the really huge one, my biggest one, probably for this whole year was can I forgive myself? You know, can I forgive myself? Um, and that is such a huge, huge one. Can I forgive myself? You know, can we forgive ourselves? Because the more that we get into the dynamics of like relationships and growth and exploration and why certain dynamics happen, it becomes very clear that um, we are always the constant denominator in all of our relationships. There is a level of creation of what we create all, all you know, in every single relationship that we've had, romantic relationship, and all other relationships. And that common denominator is us. And sometimes these like... Uh, behaviors that we experience have to do with our un own uncomfortability about setting boundaries, um, our own difficulty in like finding our voice. Um, for me, uh, I know that um, one of the big things was like codependent behaviors. Codependency is kind of like a chunky word and it's like well what does that even really mean right what it could is what does codependency really even mean and i think that and it's such a chunky word because people use it for everything and the way that you could define you could define codependency might make you think that it's just basically we live in a cold culture where everybody's codependent because really like in its root codependency is like seeking the other for something to fill us like validation 
um, is a common thing, like on social media, when people seek, you know, validation or dopamine from like likes or um, it could be like seeking validation through achievement or seeking validation through relationships. Um, and all of that I find a little bit problematic because, um, in a lot of, um, modern cultures, um, it's pretty rare somebody who's like completely sovereign in themselves without any need for like validation whatsoever. And there is a level of like interdependence in relationships and, and positive peer groups and people that build us up and all of this, all of that. The thing that, um, I found in the definition of codependency that was really helpful for me was this idea of like, am I putting somebody else's needs above mine? Am I putting somebody else's path above mine? Am I putting somebody else's values above mine? Um, And those patterns, uh, well, I could do a separate video on codependency, but in, in terms of those types of patterns and codependency, um, you know, it is, we get to, we get to see, we get to see, we get to experience like how we have created certain dynamics with other people, um, based on basically making some of their things, their needs, their, uh, wants, their values, all of those things more important than our own. And, that is really, you know, can be a great opportunity for us to learn about um, what our needs are, what our not wants are, what our values are, um, how to hold, you know, our own boundaries. And, you know, relationships thrive with healthy boundaries. And healthy boundaries aren't walls. They're just, um, they're permeable. They're, they're agreements. They're the ways that people want to be treated. Um, and they're really quite beautiful because they allow us to have agreements in terms of, um, how things feel good to us and how things feel good to others. So, you know, in all of this, when we are looking at our relationships and we get to sort of own our, our, our part in that, and we get to see our part in that, um, at least in my experience, not falling into the spiral of like, oh my gosh, I was like, I continually create these types of scenarios or I've created this type of scenario. Why have I done this this way? And that just builds another level of like shame and make wrong and kind of the opposite of what you might find in like the growth mindset in the space of where I'm growth oriented and I get to grow through life and make mistakes and be messy and be human. And, um, you know, so the sort of continually like being hard on ourselves, um, creates this feeling of like shame and not enoughness and, you know, I can't ever seem to get it right. And so one of the biggest things that I learned in this year was, wow, could I just forgive myself? Could I forgive myself for, uh, the patterns for, uh, the ways that I set up certain relationship dynamics for, you know, all of these different things and allowing myself to soften with myself, to feel soft and to feel kind and to feel compassionate. And the more that I soften and I feel kind and compassionate of myself, actually the easier it is to let go and forgive others as well. So it's super important to forgive yourself too, to forgive whatever 
your side of the dynamic is and to treat yourself and treat the other with a lot of compassion. Um, and there are more ways that I could, um, I could probably do a course on it, you know, more ways that I could possibly share than in this short video. It's self-forgiveness at the end of the year, just realizing that you did the best you could. And if you didn't do the best you could, maybe that's telling you something too. Maybe that's telling you that's an area that you want to grow in, that you want to do differently and you can accept the messiness of it all. Um, I think those messages are important as well. Um, I, I personally feel like in the area of relationships in general, you know, I created a YouTube channel about them. They tend to be areas that I have a lot of willingness and a lot of energy and a lot of goodwill, like in the relationships with my children and the relationships with my extended family and my relationships and my romantic relationships and my friendships. Um, I really have had a lot of willingness, a lot of willingness and, um, and really deserve that deep level of forgiveness for, for different dynamics that I had, um, that I've been part of setting up. So as my wish for you as well, that you go into the year and forgive the other person, allow them to be messy and human, forgive yourself. Um, allow yourself to see if there's a serious thing that you need like a greater level of support with. Anyway, whether you're going through something big or you're going through just letting, letting go of the challenges that happen and happen. And when you're, you know, dealing with the stresses of life in relationship and then, you know, one thing or another, uh, goes wrong or causes resentment or like grudges or any of these things, you know, we're meant to learn in these spaces. And one of the ways to really learn is to look at things with curiosity, um, to look at things with willingness and to be willing to let go and completely release the past and allow ourselves to experience the version of ourselves and the other person in front of us with fresh eyes. So wishing you lots of relationship completion. I call it, you know, at the end of the year completion, like going through and doing a forgiveness exercise, like letting it go, cleaning the slates um, is tremendously liberating and wonderful for reconnecting. Um, one beautiful thing with Ho'oponopono that you can do with a romantic relationship, a very close relationship, is after you do Ho'oponopono that, you know, cuts the cords with the person, you can actually just send them love with your heart and sort of reconnect with them in a way that is fresh and new. So uh, just wanted to share that with you. Um, it's a beautiful way to start the new year. And it doesn't have to be once a year, actually, preferably um, forgiveness practices. Letting go is something that you can bring in moment to moment. You can bring in a willingness and a curiosity um, to let go of maybe a preconceived notion that you had of why something happened and let um, let yourself lean into it with curiosity, let yourself lean into it with exploration. 
um, that is another thing I would invite you to as well, to, to bring it into moment to moment. But definitely at the end of the year, there's so much beautiful completion energy, so much space for, for forgiveness and so much space for new beginnings. Wishing you um, a wonderful start to 2024.